Welcome to the FG Podcast, everybody. Thanks for joining us. We have a very special guest today. It's not Rob. No, <laughs> I'm not special. Rob's, Rob's awesome, but he's been here a few times. It's my wife, Whitney. Hi, Whitney. Hello, everybody. Wife of 18 years, uh, mother of four, sometimes wonderful children. Most of the time, wonderful children. Always wonderful, sometimes delightful. That's right. How was your morning? What did you do today? Uh... Started early with somebody complaining about being snotty. Yeah, one wasn't me. One of the <laughs> children was, wasn't mad. Right. There's a lot of snot in our house right now. There is. Just be honest. It's the season. The usual morning, getting girls Make off to school, meal. take a middle schooler to school, come back, get a preschooler some oatmeal. Complain about people not having their lights on in the rain because it's mm. the law. Get a husband some oatmeal without raisins because right. he doesn't like raisins. And then off to Cracker Barrel. With your parents. That's right. They, I got a last-minute invite to breakfast, so one Sweet. never turns that down. No, I never turn down free food. Ever. You're welcome. Thanks for joining us. This is a parenting edition of the FG Podcast, so we're going to continue to talk about uh, some of the concepts we talked about last time, time over time. We're going to talk about some of the specifics of that. But first, we talk about parenting being strenuous and glorious, so usually start with strenuous. Rob, what's some of the... Uh, Strenuous parts of parenting your various age children lately. Yes, strenuous school is strenuous. At this point, when it gets dark at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and all you feel like you're doing is school all the time. This week, I don't think the sun came up this week. No, it was, it was, it was hidden it was, all yes. week. That, it's just gloomy, and so you're doing school all the time. There's Motivation is low. That, that is the, uh, that's the strenuous part. At this point for us. Whitney, most strenuous part of parenting lately? Just pick one. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, how can I narrow it down? Um, probably, if I had to pick one, it's probably the conflict. Mm. Like fighting. The that bickering wears, between the kids. That yeah. wears on me. Yeah. We being a referee mm-hmm. and being a calm referee. Like not just losing yes. your temper. Like, not talk to you anything. There's a reason most referees aren't calm. That's right. It's yeah. not effective. Yeah. <laughs> um, we had a fun circumstance wherein one of our children, uh, forgive my potty language, but one of them will poop and just not flush it. <laughs> That's just kind of their thing. And you walk into a bathroom and you're just greeted by, ah! oh no, they've <laughs> been Full, here. Fully loaded. And so, <laughs> yeah. The worst. The last oh. couple times I've found this child and dragged them back to that bathroom. Mm. And and uh, the last time I decided, this is my method, I was like, get down there, I'm going to take a picture. This is your face by this toilet, took a picture, and I said, if you keep doing this, I'm going to send this picture to everyone you know. They, Obviously, I'm not going to do that. This is a, a weird Scare method. tactic. It's a scare tactic, but they just thought it was hilarious, yeah, so, so it didn't work at all. Super effective. I'm pretty sure when I walk in the bathroom later. Yeah. Same you, thing. You should get the auto flush toilets like we have here, which are mm. creating bad habits. I think for me because I forget that, that my toilet be, at home doesn't do that. That might be a thing, but I, I we're probably not going to do that. Yeah. So do that. Anyway, that's just been a funny part of parenting. Yeah. Not super mm. strenuous. What about glorious? Strenuous for you? Glorious for me. Um, I've probably been enjoying family dinner lately. Nice. This one is amazing in the kitchen. Amazing and, soup maker. Oh, an incredible soup maker. The other night we had uh, two soups. I think she was making one for another night, but 
Um, nobody really wanted the second soup because we liked the first soup so much. Well, I thought we would have two that night, but we just started with one and kind of didn't move on. Was so. it a squash? Butternut squash. Butternut nice. squash, a little cinnamon and pumpkin seed. So good. But just fun to hear the kids. They're really into high-low. Yeah. Can we play high-low? I want to go first. Yeah. Everybody, whoever thinks of it, they they need to go first. High-low meaning tell us your highlight and low point of the day. And Yeah. yeah. I've heard get people call it peach and pit. Other other things like that. I've not so. heard that. Yeah, I like heard peach and pit. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, cool. Ben Daniel's original right there. Good. Our dentist. Yeah. So yes. it's just been yeah fun to be together. Which we maybe we're going to be brought to you by. That'll be maybe. our commercial. Ben Daniel Dentistry yeah. or yeah, could be uh, Georgia Peach Associates. <laughs> <laughs> What's some glorious parts of parenting? Because we know it's a wonderful privilege as well. So, um, I think right now it's uh, they're. And saying sweet things at unexpected times, and I love that. Example? So, Do we have an example? Um, they're unexpected. So They're unexpected, yeah. And you just forget them. Winston mm-hmm. will randomly just say, Mommy, I love you so much, or, you know. He's sweet sometimes. Yeah. it's good. Yeah. Anything glorious, Rob? Yeah, actually, last weekend we went camping at Table Rock, which was nice because— this is glorious, not terrible. No, no, it was glorious. But it was a lot of work, but we got away— as a family, uh, plus a friend, and um, that was fun. It was good to just cool. relax and by a fire and poke at the coals. Camping in October is glorious. Yeah, it I was nice. It yeah. was a lot of work. And, and they had to get leave. My boys had stuff to do. They had to come back down for practice and work and all the things. Mm-hmm. But they came back up, and so it was still it was still a very fun time. I, I'm i thankful for my wife to push us to do that. Otherwise, I would have like, no, let's just stay home and watch football all day on Saturday. That's so, cool. Yeah, but it was good. Well, parenting is both strenuous and glorious, but it, a great privilege. So we're going to jump into our content. Last parenting podcast, we were talking about applying certain things over time equals... Um, that, that was terrible. You help me out. No, well, words right. over time? Yeah, no, but the idea is it's not what you do in a moment. It's what you do in those moments over time. So we're going to talk about what a lot of those things are. But we talked about last time that this is the idea, right? It's like what you invest in those kids over time is where you reap benefits. So this podcast is going to be what are the specific things you have to key on. Mm-hmm. So we've got some, in a sense, some word connection here that we're going to walk through and talk about what are the things that you key on over time. Very nice. Said that much better than I did. Yes. So, yes. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> so we're going to, I think, outline three of them, take a little break, outline the other three, and talk about what maybe we do best and worst, and then we'll be done. So yeah. the first one, the thing we apply over time is love. Love over time gives worth or equals worth. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so I think, you know, we obviously know that love is the most important thing that we can give our kids, unconditional love, but it's love over time that makes them feel like they're connected to the people that are around them. It gives them worth. It makes them feel like they're significant. So what we want to do is key on love over time, and when we do that, it develops worth in our kids. Mm -hmm. So give us an example of something that you guys have done around that idea of love over time. I think one could be just expressing that mm-hmm. often, you know, every night before your kids go to bed. Hey, I love you. You're you're important to me. Yeah, that makes a difference over over a long span of time. E- even a, even in a situation like that where it feels routine, like it feels rote at some level, they tend to like particularly when they're younger. They'll if you don't if they, and I'm we would do the same thing too, right? You have a bedtime routine. I'm going to tuck you in. I'm going to tell you I love you. 
hug you, whatever it is. If you happen to some night you get super busy, a lot of times kids will go, whoa, whoa, aren't you going to come and tuck me in? Or aren't you going to tell me you love me or Mm -hmm. all those things? So we do the same thing, right? Like we, we won't, it's like, how do I tell you I love you? I'm going to hug you, whatever that is. I'm going to tell you I love you. I'm going to tell you I'm proud of you. Um, And I think we talked about at the conference, understanding your kids love language. Like what is your kids love language? How do they receive and express love and engaging them that way. So That's good. Yeah. The, the second one is words over time, things we say to our children, words over time give direction. So talk a little bit about that one. Yeah, so if you think about even when they're young, if you know, three, four, five, nine, as they're getting older, you're giving them some, you're pointing them in some direction for their life. And the words that you use are going to tell them that, hey, you're good at, at this. Um, those are going to those are going to be things they're going to say. Hey, I'm I'm actually going to do that. We we talked about this yesterday in a negative uh, in a negative way, negative right? Way. Like if you're if you're if you're looking at your kids academically, and we've made this mistake, and we're going to say like, hey, they don't do well on a test, and you go down this road where you go, well, I just, I just don't think you test very well. Well, over time, if you start telling them that, that's what they believe. Like, well, that's a nice excuse. Yeah, I I actually, I didn't even try on that because I just don't test very well. Mm -hmm. So those are negative words that give them direction. So we want to really focus on what are the words that we can give them to move them in a positive kind of life-giving direction. You um, mentioned you might have a story of example of that in your life from your parents. Is that what you're saying? I just think of the practical ways that's played Mm -hmm. out. Like um, some of them are funny, but they stuck. Like in the summertime... If the front door was open too long, Dad would say, are you trying to air condition the whole neighborhood? Mm -hmm. And so guess what I say to my children (laughs) in the summer? And uh, little things like that, Um, getting every piece of trash out Mm -hmm. of the trash can to the, you know, why would you leave trash? So. so that's where all those things come. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The, and, and it's funny. I think when you're a kid, you could think, "I'm not going to do that when I'm a parent." Like when you're nine, like if they want to leave the front door open, all and you realize, no, like it. At some level, that has shaped who you are. It's giving you direction, and it's what you then ultimately spill down to your mm-hmm. kids too. Mm-hmm. So, all right. The third one is that stories over time give us perspective. Stories over time give us perspective. I remember from the conference, Rob, you. You related pretty heavily to this one because your grandpappy, is that what it is? Yes. Grandpappy right. would tell all these stories about the family. Yes. And so, so this is a great grandpappy <laughs> sayings that I would tell my kids, you know, and it started with they didn't want to eat, like, I'm, I don't like this, I don't, which is pretty rare, but like, I don't want to eat this. And I would always say, well, you know, my great grandpappy would say, well, that's just more for me. So, or this is, my kids could literally finish these statements. I'd say, you know, my great grandpappy says, if you take care of the pennies, the dollars will take care of themselves. But these are stories, like these are things that I've said that my great-grandpappy or grandpappy has, and we, I never called him grandpappy. It just sounded better <laughs> when I told my kids. Like those stories, again, it falls into the words part too, gives them some perspective of, no, this is how we see life, and this is how we're going to do mm-hmm. life. So my kids will now say, before I even say it, well, we know, we know. Your great-grandpappy always said, and sometimes I'll also go, no, actually, I'm just saying this this time. So, I um, My great-grandpa wrote like a family history oh, cool. of all the things he knew. Mm-hmm. I remember reading that, I think, as a, as a teenager. And it was amazing, the, like the perspective it gave you on where you came from. Yeah. Like, oh, I didn't know that my two generations past was a circuit judge. Or, yeah. It was just an interesting, and that's something we often forget to do is it, 
at least find out stories mm-hmm. like from our parents and grandparents and then pass those down to give a sense of perspective. If, I'm going to give you this challenge. You guys do this. If you will, yeah, this is homework for you and for anybody else who's watching or listening. If you tell stories to your kids about when you were a child, I'm telling you, they will eat that up. You, you, if you do it, you just realize they're going to want to hear more and more and more. So they would ask me, like, tell us stories about when you were a kid. And mm-hmm. it was easier for me to remember stories about my sister. Well, let me tell you what your Aunt Jenny did. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and they eat that up. And I think it does give them connection and perspective that, that's important. Well, so he's really good at that because she remembers. I remember everything yeah. pretty much. So it's She's easy like, for me to say, well, when I was three, <laughs> and Matt's like, I don't remember. So, you know. <laughs> I don't remember don't, last I week. I have foggy, fuzzy yeah. memories, and she has these sharp, like, just distinct memories. But, but think about the perspective that you would give them if they're struggling with something at school or a middle school. You have to guess I have a middle schooler. Mm-hmm. If you can go, well, you, let me tell you about a story like this when I was in middle school. Man, that gives them so much perspective that, that's important. Even if it's mistakes that you made, that mm-hmm. still gives them really good perspective. So. All right, good stuff. We're going to take a little break, and we will see you in a couple minutes. For sticking with us. I don't know what you did during your break, about 30 seconds. I'm not even sure what we did with our break. We just sat here. Mm-hmm. We try to just get reset. We want to thank the Georgia Peach Association for their sponsorship. <laughs> yes. And Ben Daniel Dentistry. <laughs> <laughs> and Zenny Optical. I'm wearing my weird glasses today, if, you, if you're watching. Mm-hmm. So these are, my family makes fun of me in these glasses. It's another wonderful part of being a dad. Being mocked by our own children. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> All right. So we had talked about uh, the first three concepts of Blank over time. Love over time gives worth. What's the second one? Words over time gives direction. Boom. Third one. Stories over time give perspective. Great teamwork, everybody. And then the fourth one is fun. Fun over time gives connection. So uh, just this last Friday night, our uh, oldest son for his birthday got to go to a concert with Whitney. What did you notice since then? Um, he just seems to almost be enjoying it more in hindsight. So he downloaded Spotify on his Kindle and is listening and talking about songs that he loved. And mm-hmm. so that's been sweet to me because there were a couple of times during the concert he seemed so sleepy. I was like, eh. You weren't sure if he was having fun, but it did provide a lot of connection mm-hmm. even yeah. in the, the couple days. Well, it's fun because it was unique, right? Like this isn't unique. something he doesn't, you know, he doesn't always get to do. And even when you guys, I mean, I know I've heard stories of your vacations that you've gone on that you ended up in a place way out and didn't get, like, all those things. Us? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, those are all memories that they have that we laugh about it now, and it's fun for them, and it does give this sense of connection. We did this, and I think that's the whole fun over time brings yeah. this connection. So do you guys do games or anything like that, like game nights that you guys play games as a family? Once in a while we try, and then we realize this is really hard. Yeah, and, and it usually ends up in a fight or terrible. something. Right. We've <laughs> got very different gaming personalities. Yeah. Some, yeah. Somebody always cheats at shooting. Cards, boards, that charades, you know, that 
Playing charades with yeah. a five-year-old is its own thing. In the end, you kind of yell at him and go, guys, we're just trying to have fun here. <laughs> right. for, but forget it. You Everybody forget go it. to your room. Yeah, yeah. So I think of it. They never forget that. That's why connection when everybody's in their own room. Yeah. I think of it not just as unique experiences, too, but um, just, just having a fun atmosphere mm-hmm. in your house and just being silly. I, I'm the... I'm probably the bear of the family. If and it's and that's like a personality, personality test, where the bear is the social animal. The dad is always yeah. making dumb jokes, but I found myself to be that dad and just make the same dumb jokes that over time, hopefully, they'll enjoy. Them. Yes, some and they they'll probably yet. tell when they're Maybe. dads. Yeah, yep. or moms surprise themselves. Yeah. So right. fun over time equals connection. Number five, work. Work over time gives significance. Talk about that one, Rob. Yeah, so um, I feel like for kids, they even at an early age, they need some contribution, right? Some work contribution. Amen. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Bring it, please. That allows them to feel like, hey, I'm a significant part of this this family unit. So n- not so much just chores that they get paid for, but which is, and it can be that, but it's more of, Hey, we're together on this. This is we're working together on this, and this is the role that you play. So, mm-hmm. for our kids, they they have a, their own bathroom that they use upstairs that I don't go in, and they have to clean it. Like they <laughs> have to take care of it. No, no, no. And their own laundry. When they get older, they mm-hmm. can start doing their own laundry and all those things, and that makes them feel significant. Like, hey, I don't have somebody who's taking care of my every whim. I actually have significance. I have to fend for myself. You're point. really excellent at this. What are some? Simple strategies or things that you call the kids to do. It's like teaching them how to work. Um, I I have two things I ask for every morning. Just or you know in the morning, just make your bed, mm. get dressed, make your bed. That's all I'm asking you to do. Your room doesn't have to look perfect, but you can pull up your covers. And at the end of the day, take your dirty clothes to the laundry room. You know, and this is sort of. It's something you feel like you're saying a lot, but we mm. believe that words over time give direction. Yes. It will stick. <laughs> right. right. A lot of a lot of dishes help. Mm-hmm. On, yes. Yes. Get the dishwasher emptied, fold laundry, put laundry away, learn how to vacuum that. And yeah. I was rewarded last night because came home from practice and opened the fridge, and my seven-year-old first uh, second grader had packed her own lunch, and I was like, Yes. yes. Significance. <laughs> yes. I've I've said before, if I could somehow invent a dishwasher that looked like the sink, I'd be a millionaire. Because <laughs> my kids will put the dishes in the sink, the sink and I just yeah. like, di- the dishwasher is literally right, right there. This isn't fast. I told Jerry, what if we just leave the dishwasher open until it's full? Because then it would be like begging for them to, but I don't think that What works. happens is you just get cuts on your ankle. Yeah, yeah. So I we're not doing that. that. Out. Mm-hmm. We try that. Let us know when you invent that. <laughs> and the final one, tribes. Tribes over time give belonging. And this one is maybe a little harder to understand. It doesn't lay right in the surface, so unpack it a little bit. What does that mean, mm-hmm. tribes over time? Tribes meaning, in my mind, it's like, hey, this is this family unit. Like, this is the, we're we're a family, right? And, and this is something that you belong to. And long term, like for our kids, we want to have a relationship with them even once they're gone. Like, I don't want them to walk out the door and then we never see them again. And so for me, the tribes over time equals belonging is the sense of this is who we are as a family and you're a part of this family. So Christmas traditions, we have, I mean, we all have them, right? But instead of just doing the Christmas traditions, this is going to be a thing where you're going to say like, hey, as a, as a Marx, this is, this is what we do. We, 
go cut our own Christmas tree down. We have chili with peanut butter sandwiches, like the whole thing, because that's kind of who we, that's who we are. So to me, the tribes is this idea of, and I, and I know parents that, that even do this from a social media, they've got a hashtag for their family. It's hashtag this family and everything that their kids do, they post on there, they, they use that hashtag. And it's just this sense of this is a family that you are a part of and belong. Mm-hmm. Um, down the road, you know, a part of what's going to be in our future is as our kids get married, it's like how do you then incorporate that as like, no, this extended family is all a part of this family too. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I think it's important. I think kids need to understand that this is who, and not even just us as parents, but their siblings as well. So I know that the the bickering is pretty normal, but at the end, they're going to be, they're going to feel connected to each other as they get older, and that's going to be important. So that's our hope. That's that is the hope for sure. Yeah, over time. It, over time. That's right. So a quick review of all of these: we got love over time. It gives worth. Words over time give direction. Stories over time bring perspective. Fun over time equals connection. Work over time brings significance. And then tribes over time equals belonging. Do you feel like there's one of these that you guys do best? Like that you're like, we're, we're pretty good at this. Mm, yeah. Not bragging or anything, but Not bragging you know, or anything, we're pretty but... amazing at this. <clears throat> yeah, I think for us... Um... Probably the words over time gives direction is something that I feel like we do a pretty good job of. It's like we're, we really try to look both individually and collectively as a family. Like these are the things that we say to them that we feel like try to move them. I, I use the word navigate a lot. Like we want to help them navigate life. And so that's one that we probably do well. Um, fun over time is probably not our thing. Like in our, And we have some comedians in our family. It's definitely not me. But... And so that's the one we have to work at. We have to work hard at doing the, the fun over time. Like we want it to be a place that it's fun, right? But that's sometimes a challenge because we're driven. Mm-hmm. What about you guys? What do you think you do well? What do you think mm. you need to work on? I think we do on? all six pretty pretty, <laughs> pretty, pretty like the, the clearly. best you do. <laughs> what do you think? Um, well, I was thinking it's funny. I think um, we both do different things well. Yeah. So true. I th- I do a decent job with stories and mm. words. Mm-hmm. I think you do better with f- fun, you know, because yeah. I think work That's is why God fun. Put us together. That's right. Yeah. <clears throat> Good balance. I think work is fun. The kids don't and always. Football is fun. That's but what's football fun. is fun. <laughs> Watching it. So, so for the people that are listening to this, it's like, what do you do? What, okay, so I get mm-hmm. this. So, so what's the strategy at this point? And and what I would say is. Just the the thing that you've assessed for yourself. Like, what are the things that we do really well? Let's affirm ourselves in that. Let's keep doing that. But what are the things that we go, these are all important. Not one's more important than the other. So how do I find the one that I go, eh, that one we probably need some work on. And that's where I would key in and go, what are some strategies that we would use towards Mm -hmm. helping ourselves with that? And being, honestly, just being conscious of the fact that these are things that you need to do over time is a part of the battle. Like when I'm conscious of it, conscious of it, and I put it in front of me, I'm much more intentional, intentional. about yeah. about doing it. So, very cool. All right, hope those thoughts are helpful as you continue to parent to the best of your abilities. Remember that it's a it's a privilege, it's a blessing. Children are a heritage from the Lord, and even though it can be strenuous, we encourage you to. Keep going. Talk to your community. Love your children well. And and God will honor that over time as you invest in their lives. So think this is the thing that we say at the end. Yeah, do, you, we, do you want to try to say it together? You have to say a little dramatic and into the microphone. That's good.
gonna Best be more your speed. All right, Rob and I will do it together. Let's do it in tandem. All right, thanks you. again for joining us for the Parenting Podcast, where once, once again, again we, we turn, turn your heart towards parenting. parenting. <laughs> Later! <clears throat> once again.